Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today it's me, Jasper, and Josefa is here as well. Josefa, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? And today we're very excited to have Carl Baumann on the show. And Carl has been an Airbnb host for over a year, and he also does a, a bunch of other interesting stuff. So look forward to, to hearing more about it. Carl, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. So to start off, could you tell us a little bit about what you do and your uh, of a background. Yeah, sure. I'll uh, talk about it in relation to uh, Airbnb. Um, I was in the process of switching careers. I have like a CPA accounting background, and I've just found out that I had a real joy for um, writing. And so I, I started a, a blog called prettygoodatlife.com, kind of on the side, where I was just covering a lot of topics um, that I was interested in, and that turned into um, kind of a, a writing career. I'm doing a lot of content, and um, I needed some supplemental income, and I didn't want to my ability to travel. Travel is one of the passions of mine, so I learned about Airbnb, and it just, you know, the light bulb went off, and I was like, Sweet, I can basically uh, pay for my flight and go hiking in Yosemite and break even on my trip and um, earn a little extra money as well uh, on the side. So I, I started to really pursue um, Airbnb and learning about it and trying to become a really great host. Um, and then, yeah, so basically I'm doing, I, I still love Airbnb and I'm, I'm, I'm doing uh, content writing on the side. I'm doing a lot of WordPress stuff uh, through um, Evermore. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me and how I got involved with it. And what type of listing do you have? Is it, is it a room or do you rent out your, your whole house? Um, I've done both. I have a, a loft um, it's not as conducive for running out a room. I found just um, it's just I don't have two bathrooms. It's not a, there's a lot of shared space, so I'm really running out the entire place when I do it as much as possible. Um, I've got a place. It's right downtown in Atlanta, one of the best kind of places. It's it's walkable. It's a lot of um, really neat things happening in the city. Um, you know, infrastructure projects and a lot of art and restaurants around here. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's like it's a 900 square foot loft. So, when you had the light bulb go off and you said, "All right, I want to rent my place out," did you have any difficulty early on tweaking and understanding the system? Or 
You know, I felt like it was fairly straightforward from a, I think Airbnb does a really great job from a user experience um, perspective on their site. Well, my, my hurdle was, is letting, you know, strangers in my place. And how do I know they're not going to, um, it's not going to be a disaster. What type of, you know, all those worst mind when you do stuff for the first time. And, um, so that was that was really my hurdle, and I decided to just go for it, you know, because so many, I would talk to some other folks and just read online that people were having success with it. Um, yeah, so that was that was really my main hurdle, and how to price, what should I charge, um, and all that type of all those questions um, were a little bit stressful when I started out. And I think you wrote an article about this first experience, if I'm correct, where you said, hey, you had these concerns, but you came home and everything looked good, everything looked in place just as you left it. Tell us a little bit more about the very first experience. Um, I'm trying to remember the guest that I had for my very first experience. I made sure that I met the person. I didn't do a, um, you know, a, a lockbox situation where that I feel comfortable now doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I listed it for what I thought was like a fairly good deal f- to get somebody in the door. Cause I had no reviews. Um, and then I just, um, chatted on through Airbnb and just learned about what they're doing and then met them in person. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was nervous cause that first trip I went on, uh, or that first experience with Airbnb, like I was out of, uh, I was out of the state. I was hiking in Yosemite and, um, but I had a friend kind of like who's in real estate, manages rental properties, you know, was there to, uh, back me up with a, a backup set of keys and to answer any questions. So I felt pretty good about it. And I, you know, when I came back, um, yeah, I mean, they had stripped the bed. They put everything in the washer for me. Um, everything was wiped down and clean. It was a thank you note. Um, you know, everything was just, just as I had left it. Nothing was out of place. They were extremely respectful. And um, I just realized at that point, you know, what a great, what a great opportunity for me to cover costs of travel or make extra money on the side, um, then I just kept, after that, I was sold. Right. Yeah. yeah, this is, we hear this all the time. People are apprehensive at first, but when they, when they just start, they mm-hmm. always have a good experience. But was this, uh, this particular guest, was this the first one that made an inquiry to your space, or, or did, you, uh, did you turn down a, a number of inquiries before you started? I turned... I turned some down. I mean, I was really, it was nerve. I remember being, feeling nerve wracked over this. Cause, um, trying to figure out whether I wanted, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't the first person. I remember right. getting, a, I remember getting a good feeling being like nervous. I remember like sifting through like four or five inquiries. Cause I had it really, really cheap. It was like, you know, 70, my place is like $70 and hotels are like 200, <laughs> you know, so people, I was right. getting a lot of, I was getting a lot of inquiries. Right. I got yeah. a sense of clarity and peace about this one particular person. And, you know, 
think I think they were in town. Oh, I remember who it was. It was a grandmother in town to visit um, her newborn grandbaby, and the the her her daughter and son in law lived down the street. So I was like, how how terrible can this person be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems like a safe bet for her first guest. Right. Yeah. So that's that's what. Um, that was the experience. And then after you had this first good experience, did you lower your, um, uh, did you, did you accept bookings more quickly after that? Or were you still sort of, um, uh, selective? Um, I, the, the nerves just went away after that first one and I was still selective. Um, I really tried to find people that had other, at least three or more good reviews mm-hmm. uh, and just seemed like, you know, we're, we're willing to chat a little bit with me about what they're doing in Atlanta, why they're visiting um, and help me get to know them a little bit. Um, but after that, yeah, I mean, now it, I quickly began to, to realize, oh, most people that are attracted and willing to do Airbnb tend to be a very um, kind of community-oriented, people-oriented crowd, and they're not, you know, they're, they're ten, you know, I would say for the first five times I made sure I was there to meet them, and, like, people were, like, super excited and super excited to meet me, and I, most of the time, like, I would talk with the guests upon arrival for at least you know half an hour just get to know them and it was a really great experience and i uh i really began to enjoy it you know above and beyond the money and the perks like i began to really enjoy meeting the travelers you know people from like new zealand or australia um you know all all hear all about the why they're here and you know a little bit about their lives i, I found it really rewarding that's really cool. So you now have been doing this for some time with what sounds like a fair amount of success. What are the things as far as your listing or communications, what are the things that you found have worked really well for you that you might recommend to new hosts or even current hosts? Um, you know, what's worked really well for me is that if, you know, I ask I, I ask all guests to contact me before booking, you know, just uh, send me a message. Tell me about yourself. What are you doing here? Um, but, you know, why are you interested in this neighborhood? Um, and then below that, if there's specific information, like on a specific week, you know, I don't want to have any bookings below three days on this week or something like that. Like I'll have that information up there. So that's, um, clear. And then I just, you know, try to be really specific about the best things, most of the most valuable things about my place, my neighborhood, why somebody would want to stay here. Um, and then once people book, like I would immediately have an email that I would send them with everything that they needed, like right on the spot so that they felt very clear about the directions, particularly if they were a first time person. That's great. And that's exactly what we essentially preach is being responsive and covering all those needs. Now you mentioned that you live in a great neighborhood 
and it's it's walking distance to a lot of cool spots. Do you, in your profile, do you also include photos of some of the nearby uh, watering holes or restaurants, things like that? No, I've been meaning to do some some things like that. There's a feature where you can kind of like include a map of all your favorite places within Airbnb. Um, like we can kind of pin kind of places that you frequent so that they can do that. I, I really should do some sort of a, I should add pictures of the neighborhood. But. Yeah. I mean, and, and so you can do not only a guide, so that's kind of in, in the website guidebook. And then we also recommend creating an external guidebook, which is what Jasper has done. And we have that, uh, that we get, we give that away as a special bonus, depending on how you purchase the book. But the idea is you create a one-stop shop for all sorts of information, not only about the region or the tourist attractions or what, what have you, but also the various intricacies and workings of your apartment. For example, how does the dishwasher work? How do you reswitch the, how do you turn the power on and off if you have a power outage, things like that? Hey, that's such a valuable tool. I would really encourage your listeners to not underestimate that. I mean, the only bad experience that I've had with a bad well, it didn't end up being a bad review because I said I offered the guy. I was like, "Whatever you, whatever you weren't pleased with, name your discount. You can have it." You know, and he, like, uh, he, he said, "I would feel whole and square if you gave me twenty percent off." But what happened was, is all my lights are on dimmers, and it's like a very small switch next, like, kind of flush to the actual light switch, and he didn't know that. And he was like, your place is really dark and I just, you know, you should really invest in better lighting. And I was like, what? You know, I don't have a dark place. Um, yeah, it turned out that he just didn't know that. And I had, he was getting, he arrived kind of late at night and I kind of had all the lights on dimmer. So it kind of like looked nice. Um, it wasn't completely dark in there and you know, had a nice ambiance or whatever. And um, yeah, if I had had, I now have that. But if I had had that um, to begin with, I wouldn't have lost 20% or he, had, he wouldn't have felt like he didn't enjoy his weekend as much as he could have. Yeah, right. That's, that's, a good, uh, that's a good point. And with all these things, in the end, you can lose a lot of money if, if, if something's not right about your apartment, especially if you don't mention it in, in the description. Because you know, in the end, people build their expectations of what whatever you provide them with mm -hmm. so it's uh it's it's really in every every host's best interest to make sure everything is at least as good as as advertised or better and that everything is really clear because uh and you know and uh, i'm sure you've you felt this after after this happened you're thinking damn i just lost 20 percent and that could have been prevented by just adding like a, a one sentence to you know, to a guidebook or an email or something. Yeah, I th it's really important to set expectations. Um, right. And I wasn't even concerned. 20% was just 20% in the grand scheme of things wasn't major. But um, I was concerned about a bad review. You could have one bad review can kind of put some, can dent the confidence in whoever's booking with you and be like, uh, I don't know. Um, so it's really, it was really, really important to me to always have great, great reviews. Right. 
Yeah, I know it's a big fear amongst Airbnb hosts to to get that bad review. But actually, if you have a lot of positive reviews, let's say you have 10 or more, mm-hmm. and there's one guy who writes uh, like a either a bad or less than positive review, I think if you if you respond to it well and sort of just apologize for the inconvenience and, and let the let everybody know that you've uh, you've corrected the problem, then I actually think that it's, it won't do that much harm because people know that something can always go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. You're not uh, uh, 100% in control. Sometimes you can have issues that, uh, that just are hard to prevent. It, to prevent. And if you show that you're professional in the way you react to uh, a problem, then I think that can also uh, be a positive thing. Right, I totally agree with that. Um, I think at the time I was just super paranoid about um, <clears throat> just having everybody not, you know, seeing a bad review and just totally overlooking me. But um, I ended up getting a good. He ended up giving me a good review. Um, but I, I think because I basically said, "Look, I want to make you feel like you got the value for your mm-hmm. weekend." Because technically, I should have had explained the lighting. Like, you know, I was, it's easy to get really defensive in that situation because he wasn't that gracious in his complaint to me. Um, But, you know, if my lighting's hard to figure out, I should have explained that. (laughs) So, so so Kyle, you mentioned that you have a passion for writing. I know that you wrote a really cool article about your first experience with Airbnb. What else do you write about in relation to renting out your place uh, in the short-stay market? Um, you know, I've not written anything recently. I'd like to... Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I had a few... Like, there's that... I. Th- I sent out you guys a website like everbooked.co or whatever. Like I'd like to begin to write about some of the tools that are coming on board uh, to make all this stuff uh, easier. I mean, I wrote a recent, I wrote an article about um, how to, you know, the various kind of peripheral businesses that are popping up around Airbnb. You know, there's this really cool, um, System to unlock doors with your iPhone, so you can basically give you can basically email people um, a code through to unlock a door to your place through an app. Because a lot of times, my my fear is having people lose keys or not be able to get them keys and have people stuck. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think you're. I think you're talking potentially about Lockatron. There's some other some other great options as well for keyless entry, but uh, right. yeah. No, there's there's all sorts of great options. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, about Everbook? Oh, that's just the new uh, site that's coming on. Like, I'm really interested in this tool. Uh, I don't think they've they, they they're not launched yet, but they're a pricing tool. Like, where I felt a little bit um, unconfident is in my pricing. Like in weekend, certain weekends in Atlanta, like the hotels are completely booked here. If there's a huge convention. But I don't really have like an easy way to know when I should have a higher price than normal. Um, and I'd like I'd, I'd be really interested in having some sort of tool 
able to assist in in pricing what weekends I could get a little bit more or what weekends I should be charging less. Because really, some you know, you know it's, I, there's some times where I want to have a trip and I'm willing to take less money for my place because I want somebody in there. Like I want at least some money covered for my flight when I travel and I'm willing to go a little lower to guarantee that I got somebody for a long weekend and not have to pay all my flight. Um, and it'd be nice to have some sort of visibility into what was actually a good deal. Cause I feel like there's so much guesswork right now with pricing. I believe Jasper can help you with that. Jasper. Well, we have a pretty extensive article uh, or a section in our book that talks about pricing. But th these days, there is uh, a be even better way to do it. Um, there's a company called Beyond Pricing, and uh, we've talked uh, quite a bit with the with the founders and the developers who are behind it. And I think they have a really cool algorithm, and uh, you can um, you can find out more about it on getpaidforyourpet.com/blog. Because I wrote an article about it, and we uh, we have a special deal for people as well. If you sign up through the link that you can find on the blog post, you'll get the the first three months for free. So that's uh, that's definitely a, a good option. And I, I think there's a couple others out there as well that I know a little bit less about. But beyond pricing, I think is definitely a great option. And you're t you're talking oh, definitely about check that out. Yeah, you should check it out. It's uh, it's it's pretty sophisticated, and I'm pretty sure it will increase your earnings if you use it. And it also connects to your calendar, so you never have to update the prices, because that can be a bit of a drag as well, especially if you're changing the prices a lot according to the uh, variations in demand, like, uh, for example, last-minute pricing and pricing for special dates, weekend versus weekdays, etc., and you end up updating your prices so you know a few times a week. So that's the other nice thing. Yeah, yeah. that's very that's an asshole, yeah. Yeah, and then there's a there's a lot of sort of surface Airbnb related surface companies popping up. I'm actually using a company that's called Guesty right now that completely manages uh, the communication with my guests. I gave them all the information about my apartment and I I sent them all the sort of the templates and the different emails that I sent my guests and they completely took over the whole management of my Airbnb listing for 3%, which is, I thought, which is a, really? a lot for, for, for that much work, you know? And, um, right. we, uh, so if you, if you go to guesty.com, you can check them out. And we actually have a special deal with these guys too. If you use referral code uh, GPFYP, then uh, you get two weeks uh, free trial. So, so yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of things going on. A lot of companies popping up, trying to make uh, our lives as an Airbnb host a little bit easier. Very nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, uh, Kyle, let's um, let's talk a little bit uh, about. Um, about uh, traveling. Have you used Airbnb as a traveler? Or? I have. Um, my most recent uh, time, in, well, really, it was my only only time. Usually when I'm traveling, I'm visiting family or I'm uh, hiking, camping. But, um, yeah, I used it out in San Francisco, um, and it was just awesome. I mean, it was just so great. 
so you had a good experience as a as a guest as well as being a host. Yeah, definitely. In that in that situation, I was just um, my brother and I. After we had uh, been hiking out in Yosemite, we were going to spend two days hanging out in San Francisco, or two nights hanging out in San Francisco, and we just rented a room from um, this couple that um, hosted us, and they were just great. I mean. We they helped us figure out where we wanted to go, uh, public transportation. Um, you know, took the time to get to know what, what we're interested in, and um, I pretty much, for me personally, I would choose to do that over a hotel any day. The way I, the way I am, like they were really awesome. Uh, we had dinner with them one night. Um, and it was just an overall great experience. It made the whole trip better. I'm staying with them. You know, my parents, for the first time in their lives, because my parents like to travel a lot, and they do usually one or two big trips every year, they're going to France all over different regions, Paris, uh, I think the south of France, all that. Every place they're staying this time is going to be air an Airbnb spot. So I'm really excited to see how that will turn out, but I'm sure they're going to love it. So, Kyle, thank you so much for being a guest. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule. If people want to get in touch with you and reach out to you, how can they do that? Uh, they can email me uh, at kyle at kylebowman.com. So it's K-Y-L-E-B-O-W-M-A-N.com. All right. Awesome. So, guys... Kyle Bowman, hit him up. If you missed that last email address, don't worry. You can either rewind the show or you can go check out our show notes at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast. You can also check out all of Jasper's recent articles at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash blog. And if you want to run out your place and maximize your profits, you can check out our book. You can get the first three chapters for free at getpaidforyourpad.com. You can also buy our book for $9.97 at Amazon. Guys, that's it for today. New episodes out every Monday and Thursday. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.